0: Welcome, everybody, to the best podcast in the world, the Persuasion School podcast. My name is Jake Savage, and I'm joined by my wife. She's been on the past few episodes. It is quarantine. And, yeah. well, I can—I don't know. It's COVID. I think it still is. It's COVID. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we should... Um, let the listeners know that we live together. We do. So it's convenient. It is convenient. I would feel left out if you didn't let me do this. Yeah,
0: you just sit and watch me record yeah. an episode by Or before you were going laugh to laugh the... my own jokes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I did I did say I think you need someone that laughs with you mm. or shuts them down. Mm-hmm. If they're not funny. Mm. But before this, you were going out to the car and leaving me... It's quiet in there. ...with the baby. Yeah. She's screaming. <laughs> just literally screaming well this podcast is what hey, brings I in the box k- <laughs>
0: <clears throat> yep so this is my wife alexa and alexa what do you do
1: are you gonna make me do this every time for new listeners
0: actually no well just last time this is the last time
1: <laughs> i'm a therapist
0: amazing so here's the deal you know what I, I had a realization lex when i was running and listening to one of our most recent episodes just critiquing it you know okay I, uh, oddly enough, because we are dragging on this intro, I I did get the feeling that our intros were too long. Really? Time to to cut them down. Okay. Five minutes is what some of them were.
1: I'm down to do that.
0: So what I did was I uh, typed up a little copy on the stuff I normally say and then dropped that into the bio of the podcast. So wherever you're listening to this, you can just click about and learn about me.
1: Okay. Yeah. That that did get kind of long. Though. Right, it was so
0: long. It yeah, I dozed
1: off a little bit whoa. when you did that. Whoa! When I mean, you said it, whoa! It was impressive that you remembered all of that.
0: Yeah, well, I've said it <laughs> twenty-three times.
1: <laughs> is this the twenty-third? <laughs>
0: uh <coughs> <coughs> yeah. This, this is twenty-four actually. Twenty-four. So, big My my new shorter intro is for those who those of you who are here for the first time. A little bit about me. As some background, I'm a former door-to-door salesman. I've knocked on just about 100,000 doors over the course of seven years. And for the past six years, I've worked with a a startup, a sales startup called Basemakers. And we're an outsourced sales team for emerging food and beverage brands. My job there has been to build and train a team of elite salespeople around the country. And we've hit the Inc. 500 list of fastest growing companies in the nation twice. Pretty cool.
1: I thought you said you're going to have them click on it.
0: Well, that's my short blurb. Okay. But you normally go a little bit longer. Okay. For what reason? I don't know.
1: We all have habits that we need to break. Yeah. Oh. And you've broken them.
0: Consider this one broken. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, the premise of this show Persuasion School Podcast. Oh, my.
1: (laughs) The fork at the (laughs) wine.
0: The premise of this show is to reveal one principle or method on persuasive communication at a time. So ideally something that is easily digestible and something that's also actionable so you could put it to use immediately after the episode. So I've I've got a sales background, but this show is for anybody and everybody that's interested in becoming more persuasive. So whether you're in sales, fundraising, you're campaigning, you're trying to get a promotion, a raise, you know, an interview, get someone to go on a date with you, get people to listen to you, sell your ideas. This is one of the most important aspects of life, is being able able to communicate effectively and get buy-in on your ideas. And this is the place to come to learn. So Alexa joins me. Temporarily or long term, we're feeling it out, but she joins me as somebody who's not on sales to provide a third party perspective, mm-hmm. a, commenter.
1: a commoner. A <clears>
0: commoner. <throat> and she does not know. Each episode, she has no idea what I'm going to bring up. So she brings up true, honest feedback and questions and perspective. Yeah. Which is very much appreciated.
1: Yeah. And I think our last episode, it uh, we talked about it after. It, uh, it, uh, it wasn't, I, I didn't ask things that you wanted. No,
0: I wanted questions that made me look good. And feel I, th- I still thought you looked good. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Got but enough. I think I think you expressed that it was frustrating. It was. Because, which I think we all have this, We when you're an expert on something or you know a lot about something, you just, when you talk about it, you expect the other person to know those same things and like drive with you all the way. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I was driving with you all the way. And I think you were getting frustrated, irritated because I wasn't. But I think that that just goes to show I'm not in sales. So I don't know 100% what you're talking about. Like I need you to lay it out for me.
0: Yeah, it was helpful for me to understand that and do a better job of painting a more clear picture, which I'm going to try to do right now. Alright. Okay, so let's dive into it. Are you ready?
1: hmm
0: Alright, so on this episode we want to break down the science behind laughter and humor and oh, yay. yeah, and why this is important when it comes to persuading others. So I wanted to kick us off with what is apparently apparently based on the internet the funniest joke in the world. A psychological study was done with one point five million votes cast for the funniest joke. In this one, one.
1: Is it the zoo one?
0: Dang, I was going to wait until after to tell you to see if you laughed or not. But, all right, I'll tell you the joke. Are ready? Right? <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Two hunters are out in the woods.
1: Okay.
0: One hunter drops to the ground.
1: Okay.
0: Appears unconscious. Eyes glazed over. The other hunter, worried, calls 911 immediately as soon as the person answers the hunter freaks out and says i need help i think my friend is dead and the person on the other end of the line says calm down i can help the first thing that we need to do is to make sure he's actually dead and then there was a pause a long silence and then a shot was fired and then the hunter gets back on the phone and says okay he's dead now what
1: I don't think that's funny at all. <laughs> Wait, really? No. I don't like gun violence, though. Oh I think that's gosh. why. Oh my gosh, I just posted this on Instagram. I think if you asked more people, they wouldn't laugh at that. It was rated nowadays. as the
0: world's funniest joke.
1: I don't like it. Oh. I don't like guns. Wow. I immediately kind of zoned out a little bit when you said hunters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Well hey, it's not my joke. I didn't make it. So I don't feel bad, I guess. You Although it would have been zoo better one. if you laughed. Okay, I went to Did a, I, ruin it? I went to a zoo yep. I went to a zoo the other day. It was a really terrible zoo. They only had one animal. <laughs> it was a shit zoo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See that's funny. Okay. I heard that from two people passing by me and I cracked up hysterically and i've remembered it since this was like two or three years ago. that's a good joke
0: did they see you laughing and then stop mid-tracks and try to persuade you
1: <laughs> continue all
0: right <laughs> so here's the, let's get back on track that uh that didn't go as planned but that's all right it doesn't matter it doesn't matter so here's the deal with laughter And this is why you need to incorporate it into your conversation with the person that you're trying to persuade. Maybe test jokes out beforehand, just like I did. (laughs) That way, if they bomb, you don't do this when you're trying to actually persuade somebody. But here's three scientific reasons why laughter is beneficial when it comes to persuading others. The first is laughter actually causes physiological changes within our body. We have plenty of hormones running through us and one of the stress or a couple stress hormones are cortisol and dopac. And when we laugh, studies showed that our levels of cortisol and dopac decrease. So we actually feel less stressed as we laugh, which is great. So you're also you know, we, we want good chemicals flowing, chemicals causing happiness and excitement, dopamine. For example, would be one of them, other endorphins. And we are, again, causing a physiological change in our audience to make them feel less stressed. Next scientific reason is that humans, I don't know if you knew this, Alexa, are incapable of experiencing two emotions at once.
1: Yeah, I tell patients that.
0: You do? Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Under what context?
1: Just when people are sad. I think if... You're sad and someone gets you to laugh. It helps to forget about whatever was causing you to be sad.
0: Wow. So overlap here. Yeah. Between persuasive communication and therapy. It is therapy. This is therapy. Making people laugh. In a sense. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think so. Um, Wow. Yeah. I think it's therapy. I think it's also just, I don't know, a common denominator for being human like funny stuff is going to happen when you're with other people
0: well not always in these circumstances and this is what I'm trying to get at but I I 100% agree and that is kind of the end goal but so coming back here it's good there's a connection now with with what you do for work I'm uh I'm rebuilding I feel like there's always been a connection there has been which is pretty cool yeah all right so let's recap here There, there are three we've gone over to first one laughter decreases stress hormones Number two, we are physically incapable of experiencing two emotions at once. So if somebody is laughing, genuine, wholehearted laughing, wholeheartedly laughing or wholehearted laughter, they're not going to be able to feel stress. They're not going to be able to feel tension, which is very important. When we're persuading other people, a lot of times people have their guards up and rightly so. They don't want to be tricked into something or swindled into buying something or saying yes to something that they'll later regret. So their guards are up. And they're usually on the lookout for any tension, right? Tension and anxiety might start to arise as you're having a conversation with them. And by getting them to laugh, they will feel less stressed. They will feel happy. They will feel at ease. And any feelings of anxiety and tension will subside. Third, laughter increases our intake of oxygen-rich air. And this is important because oxygen-rich air delivers more endorphins to the brain or causes the brain to release more endorphins. In uh. several episodes ago, in the episode about building rapport by asking for cookies, I explained that, which is a great episode. It was the, the top episode of November, so I highly recommend checking that one out. Mm. Yeah, so when we have a, when we have a surplus of endorphins in our brains... Studies showed that our brains recognize there's a surplus, but it doesn't know where the surplus came from. So your brain will associate that surplus with the people closest to you in and proximity.
1: Those good endorphins are associated with the person. With the person to
0: closest to you. Exactly. That's why
1: I think like when people say laughter eases tension, maybe it's they're actually like breathing that oxygen in. Like yeah. tension, it maybe isn't being eased necessarily, but they're, you know what I'm saying? Well, I think,
0: yeah, I mean, I think it's a blend of all of them. For one, your stress hormones are in fact decreasing. Mm-hmm. Number two, you couldn't feel stressed anyways even if you wanted to while you're laughing because we can't experience two emotions at once and then three i mean this, this is powerful when all three are compounded together the third you're you know you're increasing these endorphins and your brain is associating those good feelings with the person that you're speaking with yeah so that's helping just to strengthen the bond so the guard that was up in the beginning is now down and the bond between you is stronger than it was before so that's essentially the tip for today. Now, here's kind of the application because this can be a little intimidating if you don't consider yourself to be a funny person, which is fine. I don't consider myself to be a comedian either. I enjoy humor, but I have friends that are way, way, way funnier than I am. But you laughed as though that was like clearly true. Oh, well,
1: I was thinking of your brothers. Your My brothers, brothers are, are freaking, freaking hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we're just like constantly
0: doing bits. <laughs> yeah, those guys were blessed with that gift.
1: The plates, the burger. Yeah,
0: yeah, ridiculous Thanksgiving stuff. My brothers are uh, naturally funny, and I think uh, blessed with that gift. I was not, but I'm. I still like again enjoy I'm humor. Blessed with other gifts. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, here's the main thing: don't feel intimidated like you need to be a comedian in order to get others to laugh. That is not the point here. We don't need people, like, whatever you call them, belly bursting laughs. or like Just, you know, have, have you heard, is that a term?
1: Belly bursting? Belly bursting? Yeah, laugh? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right. It doesn't need to be to that level. Just a genuine laugh. So they don't have to be, you know, absolutely losing it, falling on the floor. Just a genuine laugh. As long as they're not fake laughing at you, you're making some progress. And here's the deal. I think almost every single one of us are inherently funny people. When, and mostly when we're in a place where we're comfortable, we're around family or friends, all guards are down. You don't have to plan the humor. It just happens, you know, and, and it usually comes in the form of sharing your point of view. And sometimes just our point of view or our perspective can be humorous the way that we look at something, but you have to be willing to be vulnerable in the first place to share that perspective yeah so here's the thought, no matter what you're trying to like what your industry is, and if this is a very serious deal you know with a multi million dollar contract on the line, you know any anything ranging from that or trying to get your boss to give you a promotion or raise, it doesn't matter. Laughter and humor is going to benefit you if you're attempting to persuade somebody to join your side or persuade somebody to say yes. You need to find a way to include it. Again, it can be a very serious transaction, but getting just a genuine chuckle, a little lighthearted humor is going to strengthen that bond. And, you know, maybe do it earlier on. That way the guard is down. And when the guard is down, they're going to be more in tune with what you're saying anyways. They're going to be listening more because if the guard is up, they might just be questioning whether or not they can trust you while you're speaking. And when that's happening, they're not really listening. So if you can get the guard down earlier, they'll be listening more and paying attention more during the entire conversation and hearing the points that you're bringing up.
1: How do you get their guard down?
0: Through the, through the humor. Oh.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what if I don't consider myself a funny person? Do I just, do I try to crack a joke be like, oh. I
0: wouldn't try to crack a joke. No, not, necess- not I, I, thank you for asking that. You're welcome. I don't impl- I'm not implying here that you should go out and, and research a joke and then tell it during your meeting with whoever it is that you're, you plan on speaking with. I think it just comes down to you need to be confident and you need to be comfortable enough to be yourself and to share your point of view. And I think naturally when we are, like for example, in your living room sitting on a couch you know, with friends or family those funny lines just naturally come to us you know when we're in that that posture of comfort and so we need to insert ourselves into that same sort of scene and adopt that same posture of comfort that's also going to convey the confidence which is important sales and, and persuasion is the transference of emotion and we need to convey that we're confident and that we're comfortable and that we deserve to be there and so when you start to adopt that posture You can allow yourself to be more comfortable, allow yourself to be more vulnerable. And and by allowing yourself to be more vulnerable, be a little bit more spontaneous. And that's where the humor can come from.
1: So it's kind of a mindset.
0: Very much so. Yeah. I mean, a lot of this is all about mindset, but this 100% is. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So don't feel like you need to refrain from saying that funny line that kind of pops into your head mid-meeting because this is a serious transaction. Just let it flow. I think that's more so what it's about.
1: Because I think you're going to connect to them more as a human.
0: Absolutely. You brought that up on the last show too. And I think that that's very crucial. And I think it's something that we quickly and easily forget because we're so focused on getting this person to say yes. And we've planned out all of our points so carefully. We forget just to connect with people on a human level. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So food for thought people on your next attempt to persuade somebody else, adopt that posture of confidence, comfort, and vulnerability, and allow yourself to be spontaneous, and just the humor that naturally is inside of all of us, allow that just to come out. And if we can just get our audience to be laughing just a little bit, we'll decrease the stress, they won't be able to feel anxiety or tension, because they'll be focused on laughing, and oxygen-rich air, They'll get an extra intake of that which will boost those endorphins and they're going to associate those good feelings with you so you'll be strengthening the bond. That wraps it up. Thanks for lifting <laughs> That wraps it up. Thank you for listening. Guys, if you've got questions or are looking for more content on persuasive communication, sales, fundraising, etc., reach out to me. best place to do so is on Instagram. I'm pretty active on there. A little too active on there, mm-hmm. but aren't we all?
1: No. Okay.
0: Yeah, my wife actually is not, so know oh, your audience people. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, it's at it's Jake Savage. Send me a DM. Or send me an email, jake at jakesavage.co. Ooh. Until next time, have a fantastic day.